listening to The Process, the podcast. We are on part two of Are You Really Ready for What You're Asking For? If you have not checked out episode one where we have broken this down a little bit, be sure to check it out. This is such a juicy subject matter because everybody feels like they are ready and deserving and they want what they're asking for. Rightfully so. I mean, I'm ready. I feel like I am at least. But the truth of the matter is that in the past and maybe even sometimes now, I'm not really ready for what I'm asking for. And so I'm just sharing with you some gems that I've learned along the way that help to identify if we're ready for what we're saying we want to manifest. And sometimes when it has not manifested, it's because we aren't ready. So the first gem that I shared on episode one was action. Action is required. And that goes for physical action, emotional action, and spiritual action. Okay. A lot of times you can tell where somebody is going based upon what they are doing. I get all into that in episode one. So if you have not um, heard episode one, Go check that out first and then come back to this episode. So our gem number two for how to identify or a way to identify if you're really ready for what you're asking for is based upon the healthy conversations you are having with yourself as well as with others. A healthy conversation is required. I say it's required because healthy self-talk is a state of mind. And according to Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, he says a state of mind is something that one assumes. It cannot be purchased. It must be created. So with that being said, I like to think of my mind as a garden. If I know that in the physical, I have a taste for cucumber watermelon and cantaloupe, I know for sure that I'm not going to plant corn, wheat, and zucchini because it's not going to produce what I'm saying that I want in the physical. And a lot of times we're planting seeds that are going against what we say we really want. And that is a sign that you're not ready yet. And that's okay because we're going to do the necessary work to make sure that we get prepared so that we are ready when the time is right. One of the many seeds that literally kills our dreams or has us working on a particular dream for 10, 20, 30 years is the seed of excuse. We have to eliminate the excuses that hold us down. One of the excuses that always would get me was, I don't have enough money to do that. Well, that's not necessarily true because 
if you are getting any type of income, I don't care if it's the smallest amount, you have to figure out how to budget, how you can save to put aside uh, the funds that's necessary for you to create whatever vision you're trying to do. It may take a long time, but the point is, is that you're taking action and you're doing what you can with what you have. Also, don't be afraid to get creative. There are so many people that have started businesses that have created brands with little to no resources. They just had to get creative and figure out what they did have in their hand, what they did have at home, what they did have to work with, and they figured out how to build off of that. So we have to eliminate the excuse of money because there's just too many people that have already done it with smaller amounts than what we have or from nothing at all. Another excuse that gets us tied up is I don't have enough experience or knowledge. Well, the remedy to that is reading books, going on YouTube, asking people who've already done it. In turn, put yourself in the field with other people that are doing what you want to do. And you know what? While I think of that, a lot of times the reason why we don't do those things is because of ego and because we're afraid of how it looks depending upon our age. I'm too old to uh, be getting an internship. I'm in my 30s. That's for college students. Or I don't really have the time to be reading up on all these books. To me, that translates to I don't really want it. And a lot of times we're not ready for what we're asking for because we don't really want that thing. So get very clear about if this is something that you really, really want. Because if it is, you'll be willing to do what's necessary to get it. Number three, a third excuse that I find is he's a man or she's a woman. So they lack certain skills based upon that. I literally hate that. Whether a man, woman, boy, girl, or dog, you all have the ability to learn. Those are facts in my opinion. Anytime people bring up uh, gender as a reason why somebody cannot get something done or perform their job with excellence, that is BS in my opinion, okay? We all have the ability to learn. So if you don't have that particular skill, Figure out how to learn that or hire someone with the skill to be on your team, especially if you're taking up people's time, which they can never get back, or you're taking people's hard-earned money. People deserve someone to be able to deliver whatever it is that they are saying they can with excellence, whether you are male or female. So the point of the matter is we have to eliminate these excuses from the root. We have to uproot this mindset that allows us to not get what it is that we're really asking for. And that means that we have to invest in ourselves in some capacity, whether that is going on YouTube and getting some classes for free 99, whether that means getting a second job, whether that means eliminating going out to eat sometimes or spending um, on some clothes sometimes so that we can save some money to be able to pour into what it is that we're trying to create, whether that looks like reading up on books, making the time for that, hiring somebody with the skill sets that we don't have. You have to invest in yourself so that you can be your best. Something that I know for sure is that you show people who you are by the way you move through the world. So do yourself a favor and move 
move with excellence. In addition to healthy conversations, it's important to recognize how you talk about yourself to other people, whether that be your family, your friends, co-workers, or possibly even strangers. A lot of times we can be very, very hard on ourselves and we can honestly be self-sabotaging using language like nothing ever works out well for me or it's always a struggle for me. It's girl, you know, um, God willing, maybe I'll, I'll find a man. Uh, maybe I'll get a job. You know, I've been getting only 25K for 10 years now, so don't look like that's possible for me. Or, you know, it's hard to find a good man it's hard to find a good woman out here all men cheat all men are dogs women only want you for your money they don't want you for your mind emotions you know or anything like that we are weaving a web every time we speak that type of language we're creating a cocoon um, that we will eventually live in based upon what we're saying so be mindful of that it's very easy to use those type of words and phrases because a lot of times it's the environment that we grew up around. So that's what we feel like is possible based upon what we've heard all of our lives. So I'm not faulting anybody for where we get that habit from, myself included. But just because um, we've grown up in a certain environment doesn't mean that we have to stay committed to creating that pattern in our lives. So that can stop here with you now, just based upon having the knowledge. So take this knowledge of recognizing how powerful your words are and uh, deciding to go in a different direction. If you've been going left all your life, doesn't mean that you have to keep going left. Let's pivot and make a right and start using more powerful words that uplift us and will get us to the space where we actually want to be. I will be the first to admit that in the beginning, it feels very strange to change your language to money comes to me easily and effortlessly. My actions create constant prosperity. I am full of positive, loving energy. I welcome love and romance into my life. I forgive myself and set myself free. I have the freedom and power to create the life I desire. I deserve to be healthy and feel good. That can be quite daunting and scary and just strange, like I said, to be saying those things when your circumstances don't necessarily align with your words yet. However, I know from personal experience that the more you change your language to phrases and words like I just said, you then become more confident in what you're saying. You then create an emotion and start feeling um, higher and on a higher vibration, which then creates the magic where your mind does not know the difference between how you're feeling and what's actually happening in reality. So it starts producing based upon how you feel. Y'all, that is the magic. So change what you're saying to yourself as well as to the people around you and watch how your life begins to change. Now that we have the importance of healthy conversation squared away, I'm going to throw you a curveball by saying moving in silence is also okay. 
as my therapist says, you can't always live in the black and white. There are some gray areas. So with that being said, moving in silence, it's perfectly fine. Everything does not have to be shared with your friends, with your family. Sometimes getting things done and allowing people to see what you've created after the fact is the healthiest way to move. And it doesn't make you any less of a friend, a family member, or whatever title we put on it just because you are doing what's best for you and moving in silence. A young lady that I follow on Instagram says something that really stuck out to me. She goes by the name of Donye Taylor. I think that's how you pronounce her name. But she said, not many people know this, but the same chemicals that are released when you complete a task are practically the same chemicals that are released when you talk about doing that same task. This explains why people that do a lot of talking rarely do anything about it. The whole move in silence phrase isn't just a social media cliche. It's a saying that is backed by science. So with that being said, know when life is telling you to move in silence and know when life is telling you to share with other people, but be mindful of how you speak about yourself to other people and most importantly, how you speak about yourself to yourself. And to wrap this all up, my last gem on how to recognize if you are really ready for what you're asking for is by evaluating why you are doing what you're doing. I hope you're doing it for yourself. It's okay for your project or your business or whatever you're working on to potentially benefit your family, your friends, or the world, but you have to evaluate why you're really doing it. If you're doing it to seek validation from other people, if it's coming from a place of fear and insecurity, if it's because of a trend or what's happening now and everybody's doing it and that is your basis off of doing it, I don't believe you'll be doing it for long. That is a very shaky foundation that yields no stability. So get clear on healthy reasons why you're doing this project. And I think that everything first starts from within. So dig deep and figure out a healthy reason why you should be doing this because life is going to throw you curveballs. There are going to be things that happen that you just did not have on your radar. And what normally happens is that you have to go back to your why and what you're anchored in this for. When you do the work on that, my hope is that it leads you back to yourself. I hope your why takes you to a place of you simply being deserving of it, simply being worthy of it, you recognizing that you have the capacity to create things that are of benefit to others, and that is a good enough why. So friends, I am all gemmed out on this particular topic. I hope that you have enjoyed learning about the signs that will lead you to know if you are really ready for what you're asking for. We identified action being a requirement, healthy conversations being a requirement, moving in silence being an option, and figuring out why you're doing what you're doing. So I hope you've heard something that resonates with you and you've enjoyed this 
chit chat that we've had. Um, be sure to send this over to a friend if you feel like it's something that they could use. Send it over as a thinking of you gesture and be sure to follow me on my social media platforms. I'm on Instagram at the process underscore the podcast and my personal IG page with all of my fashion and lifestyle content is at ebony.ishea.holyfield. I have all of that linked in the description below. And until next time, know that I love you for listening. Have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon.